At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. It's a great day to be alive, and it's a great day to be a better. Welcome inside to the VSEN studios here at the South Point Hotel and Casino. This is VSEN Live Bet Sunday. Presented by BetMGM. Femi Abebefe alongside my man Jared Smith. I believe this might be our first official show together, Jared. How we doing, man? I'm fantastic. We just had a spirited Oscar debate before we came <laughs> we on. We did. If you're a movie buff, this is the show for you, apparently. Yeah, no, make sure if you're a movie buff. The Oscar's coming up March Forget 12th. Betting. Movies. Hey, hey, who knows where the conversation is going to go? It's a Sunday after the Super Bowl. It might come up in today's show, just so stay tuned for that. But we're going to have a lot of fun here over the next three hours. A live betting extravaganza where if you don't have a bet leading up to the game, hey, we'll try to find you one over the course of these three hours. Make sure to tweet at the show, at VEASAN Live on Twitter, at Jared Lee Smith is where you can find Jared, at Femi Abebefe is where you can find me. And also use the hashtag VEASAN Live Bet if you have a bet or a question. We'll discuss it on the program. Like I said, Sunday after the Super Bowl, but there's still a lot going on. Jimmy Vaccaro, Hall of Fame odds maker here at the South Point, will join us at 1.30. What's the handle look like once football season ends? What's everyone betting on? We'll ask Jimmy in about 90 minutes. Tonight is the NBA All-Star Game in Salt Lake City between Team LeBron and Team Giannis. Is either guy going to play? We'll find out later tonight. And is there an in-game betting strategy that we can take into the All-Star game and maybe some actionable angles with All-Star game MVP? We'll also dive into some NBA futures, kind of reset the table during this All-Star weekend. And just because the NFL season is over doesn't mean that we don't have football on our minds. We're 67 days away from the NFL draft. It's time to start rebuilding and reloading as we head into the 2023 season. We'll see if there's any value in the draft right now. College hoops, interesting matchups on the card as well. Memphis, Houston tipping off shortly. Then we have Maryland, Nebraska, Iowa, Northwestern, Oregon, Washington State, UNLV, Boise State later on in this day. And all throughout the show, we'll be tracking the final round of the Genesis invite over at the Riv. Star-studded leaderboard right now. Rom, Homa, Cantley, all vying for this tournament crown this weekend. And then finally, the great American race is underway. The Daytona 500 will have live numbers in the NASCAR markets shortly. But first, uh, Jared. Is there a live bet that you want to make right now? Or what are we sweating here on this Sunday post-NFL? Well, NC State looks like they're home here, up nine with about 30 seconds left. Uh, they were laying two, two and a half. I think it might have closed three. And, and listen, this is an NC State team that's been struggling a lot against North Carolina over their last few times. Well, they're exercising some of those demons today at home. I'm also on – it's about the tip. You might actually be able to get it in now over the mm-hmm. next few minutes. Northern Kentucky, a little Horizon League action. Short underdog today. 
at Cleveland State. Marquez Warwick is one of the best players in the Horizon League, one of the better players in the country that we're not talking about. Uh, three straight of 20-plus points. I was surprised to see NKU as a dog here in this spot. They're a team that understands how to play slow. They're a good defensive-minded team. Mm -hmm. That's what Cleveland State likes to do, too. But I think the Norse do it a little better. So I took them as a dog plus two and a half in that spot. It is about to tip there in the, li the land. There Believe land. Uh, they're not, not quite the Cavs, but it is this Cleveland is for State. You. Yeah, right. Uh, so I am on the North today, plus two and a half. And then I, I, I think later there's an interesting spot in the Mountain West with Boise State and UNLV. I, I don't love the number now that it's past seven. Uh, but I, I think Boise State's a really good team, and I don't trust. I mean, I, I've been to one of those UNLV games over there at Thomas and Mac. They blew a lead uh, at home to Fresno State a couple of weeks ago. I just don't trust uh, this this Rebels team right now. They're a very inconsistent bunch. They beat the best teams in the Mountain West, but they've also mm -hmm. lost to some of the worst teams, including Fresno State, twice. Uh, that's no good. So we'll keep an eye on that line movement throughout the day, but obviously movement towards Boise through a uh, secondary key number of seven there in college basketball. But I, I do think the Broncos at home with that good defense does get it done tonight. Anything for you in Memphis, Houston, the number two ranked Cougars tipping off against the Tigers. They are 14 and a half point favorites right now. Consensus line total is 141. No bet for me there pregame, mm -hmm. but I will say this. Obviously, anytime Houston plays, if they get off to a slow start, you would expect them to be able to finish strong. The one thing I'm scared about with this Houston team, though, they've been, you know, billed now as the top team in the futures market for, yep. I would say, at least a month or two. Mm -hmm. And that's when you could start to see some regression with the numbers. And I'm not going to say Houston's not the best team in the American, but this is an American conference that is a little down this year. So sometimes you could see the Cougs kind of playing down to their opponents as they now gear up for what is going to be a March run. High expectations amongst the Cougars. This game today against Memphis doesn't mean a whole lot, although Memphis sometimes has a little starch to them. Yeah, yeah Penny's bunch sometimes can get a little get into you a little bit. So keep an eye on that game. If Houston starts slow, maybe an opportunity to jump on the Cougs. I wonder if Houston, as we get into March, is going to start to get the Gonzaga treatment of everybody kind of talking about them saying. Have they really been tested? Yeah. What's the kind of the road to this team getting to a final four? Because you mentioned that the Americans a little bit down. Houston has the gaudy numbers. The metrics all love them. Ken Palm loves them. Bartorvik, whatever you, uh, your metric that is preferred, it has Houston highly rated here. How do you kind of translate this going into March and when they actually start seeing these good teams in a one-and-done situation, do they get the Gonzaga treatment of people – not really believing in them, or is everybody on board because Houston's kind of made a couple of runs over the last few years? I, I think last year's run was really impressive. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you take away that game to Nova, they did not shoot it well, and, and uh, Nova yeah. kind of just, by the skin of their teeth, just just barely got by. So the experience from that team, I think it certainly carries over. And I, I really do credit Kelvin Sampson because he did challenge himself early in the non-conference. You have wins over Oregon, Kent State, St. Mary's, mm -hmm. tough game against Alabama. They held Alabama to 71 points. And again, that's an Alabama team that can drop 100 on you any given night. Also beat Virginia on the road in Charlottesville. And I'll be honest, I think that Virginia team, you want to talk about mirror images of what a contender is. I think Virginia is it. Great defense, can play slow. That's what Houston is too. So mm -hmm. I think that game is a good litmus test. But again, those games took place in November and December. We're now in basically March. It's a different animal once you turn that calendar page. So I'll be interested to see how Houston handles their business down the stretch. Again, I've got a futures ticket on them from back in May at 22 to 1. So there you go. I am not going to touch anything with the Cougars except sit back, relax, eat my popcorn, and hope Calvin Sampson and that very talented group can, can continue to play well. But it's hard to say that they could play better than they've played this year. Yeah. I mean, they've only lost two games, top 10 offense, defensive efficiency. They're certainly one of the best contenders in the country. Yeah, hopefully for your case, they make their shots come March here because I think the, the brick house that they built against Villanova, <laughs> uh, that might be able to house uh, the, an entire the city. that we're seeing outside in <laughs> Vegas this week when it gets all whipped up out there. Most definitely. Uh, NC State defeats North Carolina 77-69, so the Wolfpack go ahead and cover as two-point favorites there. Uh, game just goes under the total of 155 and a half high total for that game my goodness yeah. uh, 155 and a half but the final score of that 177 69 uh, before we continue jared though going forward with what we're going to see today and we'll talk a number of things on this sunday after the super bowl i wanted to talk about yesterday um because i know we put up our picks over on the pro picks at a glance and all that stuff for the visa subscribers to use and yesterday 
Dude, I got absolutely wrecked <laughs> in college. Do we want to put up the graphics? Are we I, sure I don't know you if want... we have a graphic <laughs> or not. Uh, it might be NSFW if we had a graphic. But I got absolutely Triple X. yes, I got absolutely wrecked. I've, I, I've had a pretty successful season betting college basketball totals. I think before yesterday, I was around like 58, 60% betting totals. Nice. Went 0 and 11 yesterday. Wow. And which is really impressive, honestly. I, I was I, I wasn't even it's mad. It's almost harder to do that than it is to go eleven and zero. Honestly, like, I wasn't even mad yesterday because I was like, this is this is wild. Yeah. But when you make hundreds of thousands of bets over the course of a year, these things tend to happen. In the interest of transparency or whatever, and just to kind of talk about it, because I don't think I'm alone. There's other people that have highs and I they went have zero and thirteen wild card weekend <laughs> in the ring NFL. Yeah, oh, and th- I, I lost like, every bet that I made. And it, it happens. And I think for the audience, because we have a lot of new bettors that yeah. come into the space every single week, it feels like, which is awesome. We love it that you guys are getting involved yes. with this stuff. But these things happen. And as long as you wager responsibly, yes. you can come up the next day and still have a positive attitude towards betting because it was horrendous. I didn't watch much college basketball yesterday because I had early on, I had a bad feeling. <laughs> I, I lost those first two bets and I was like, uh oh. That's sinking be, feeling. <laughs> it might be one of those days. Yeah. So I occupied myself with other stuff than watch the NBA All Star weekend stuff. But There's nothing wrong it, with that. It can, be, it can be tough when you have one of those losing streaks. But as long as you wager responsibly, though, I think that's the key thing that, hey, you're not going to lose your whole shirt. Just because you have a bad day. And I think we, we talked about this yesterday with Adam. I think mindset's everything when, when yeah. it comes to betting. Because the research, the information, it's readily available. We give it to you. I'm sure you get it from other places as well. But the ability to just remove emotion from the equation after you hit submit. The yeah. whole goal, once you hit submit on the bet, there is nothing else you can do to make that bet hit or, or <laughs> not hit. At that point, it is purely entertainment, and it's purely how you feel about yourself and how you feel about your surroundings. So mental health, and I, I'm, I'm an advocate for it because mm-hmm. we've all, especially the longer you wager, the more opportunities there are for you to have these just volatile stretches that, let's be honest, are outliers because for the most part, 50-50 is pretty much your odds every time you place a bet. You know, it's, it's very rare that you have that much of an edge over the house. So I, I think overall, if you just have one of those days, you just kick back a cold one, and you just try to find some kind of joy in the world, whether it's yeah. a dog or a meal or I don't know, whatever makes you happy at the end of the day. Because the sun will rise tomorrow, and as long as you gamble responsibly, as yep. you said, it's all in good fun, and there's an entertainment value to this. And I was telling our producer, Brian Ortega, before the show started, I said, after the second game that I lost, I just started watching Entourage. I was like, I'm, like, I'm done. a bad thing to watch. Those finish. guys don't lose. <laughs> they, yeah, they don't lose. The uh, episode with Ari at the Blackjack <laughs> yeah. table, one of my favorite ones. That's, uh, yeah, the Vegas Baby yeah, Vegas, Vegas episode. Vegas Baby. Um, but I watched Entourage until the NBA All-Star Weekend nice. stuff started. Because I was like, you know what? I'm going to distract myself. I'll watch a little Entourage. I watched a little bit of the Genesis invite, but I don't have any play. So How about it was Mac hard for me. Dude, Mac McClung, that was impressive last night. Return that was the really, dunk contest. <laughs> yeah, that back. was really he impressive. Revived it. Three-point shootout I thought was entertaining with Dame, Damian Lillard Dame, and everything. You know, does well. But it, it was, there was enough stuff going on yesterday to where I was like, you know what? I'm not going to subject myself to this. Because I knew if I watch it, I'm just going to get angry and, then and it, yell at the And then TV. it affects your next wager. And, and, and that's where you have to, once you hit submit on your bet, you just remove emotion yep. from the equation. You watch the game like a fan. Obviously, you're a fan with, with a little skin in the game. Yeah, but at the end of the day, once the game ends or once the bet is placed, you sit back and relax and enjoy just like all of us. That's what you got to do. <laughs> it's funny, though, because like every 90 minutes or so, I was checking my apps where I track my bets. <laughs> you throw the phone out the window. <laughs> it was like 0-4, 90 minutes later. 0-6, 90 minutes later. 0-8. I was like, dude, what is going wow. on? Not this much you can a, do. Nothing that you can do. I watched none of it after about 11 o'clock West Coast time. Hmm. I said, you know what? Whatever happens, happens. And what happened was 0-11. And, <laughs> and damn it, it's going to happen. If you make hundreds can't be of thousands worse of today. Bets, it can't be worse today. <laughs> we'll see if we can get a winner in the in-game betting. But we'll talk some more college hoops. We'll give you an update on the Genesis invite as well. This is Live Bet Sunday on VCV Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, 
there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game-changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. It is time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all of your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted out specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back. This is Live Bet Sunday. Femi Abebefe alongside Jared Smith hanging out here at the South Point Hotel and casino and we're talking a little bit during the break uh, right now the genesis open invite is a genesis invite i should say i don't know why i added open i think every golf tournament should be an open uh <laughs> but the genesis invite at the riv is what we're calling it uh john rom right now has a three stroke lead over the field max homa right now is in second at 14 under patrick cantley 13 under you have keith mitchell at 12 under and will zalatoris my guy at 1100. I don't have a bet on him this weekend, mm. but uh, I probably will the next time uh, I decide to get in on the golf here because how can you not bet on Will Zalatoris? If you, if you don't like enough heartbreak, he's going to win a major at <laughs> some point really he, soon. He, I think he I'm is. I'm going to be betting on him almost every major until yep. he wins one. He was incredibly close last year yeah. at the U.S. Open, at the PGA Championship. Yeah. Uh, he's and he's really good at Augusta, too, which is the next uh-huh. biggie. Huh? That's going to be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, right now, John Rahm is minus 700 over at BetMGM. Max mm. Homa, I know who you are on, is at plus 650. And Cantlay is now 16 to 1. That's probably the cutoff. Keith Mitchell, 66 to 1. But yeah. I don't think anybody's expecting Keith no. Mitchell. When you have heavy hitters at the top of the leaderboard, uh, it would be a, a pretty big surprise if Mitchell was able to pull this thing out here. But it just feels like it's kind of Rahm's deal to lose as we head toward the back nine here. Yeah, two-horse race, I think. Um, Rom just went birdie-birdie on seven and eight, and then that coupled with a home of bogey on eight kind of tilted this because Max was making some ground up against, started three shots back when the round began and then, you know, made it, I think, to one back of the lead before we kind of saw that two-shot swing over on the eighth hole. Here's the thing about Max Homa, the reason that I thought maybe a four-to-one this morning, you know, pre-flop, you know, had a decent chance to uh, steal this thing from my buddy Rombo. Max has got the he's got the flat stick working today. He's mm-hmm. he's he's leading well not today the entire weekend. He's leading the field in strokes gained putting. And again, a lot of times that can be volatile, so it could certainly flip on a dime. But when you talk about winning a golf tournament when you're three shots down, 
the only way you're going to make up those shots against a guy like John Rahm, who's just been striping his irons all week long. He leads the field in strokes gained approach. You have to make up that ground on the green. So far today hasn't quite happened. But still, I think home is in a good spot. Three shots back. You need one of those birdie bogey swings some, somewhere on the back nine. At plus 650, if you haven't gotten involved yet and you want some action here, I'd be okay with a little sprinkle there. Mm-hmm. But obviously, you're not laying $7 with no. Rahm at this point. It's probably going to be John uh, that's going to capture this, this uh, tournament. Yeah, he's been really good, and he yes. birdied seven, he birdied eight. Yeah. Now he's on uh, number nine there, the par four. And I saw a tweet earlier, I think it was from Kyle Porter of CBS, who does a lot of good golf work over mm. there, and he said that if John Rahm wins today, he will have done the following in 2023. Won two of the three elevated events, won three times overall, lost to eight golfers in five events, and collected over $9 million and completed his first five events uh, at 90 wrong, under par. I'm in the wrong profession. <laughs> Like, goodness These gracious. guys, when they win, it is their lives change. <laughs> it's like, it, it is really wild. And we'll see what he does in the majors. I mean, you know, he, he, only the U.S. Open Championship on his on his resume. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, John still has a lot of work to do to complete that uh, career Grand Slam, which which is, I think, the most elusive, the, the most elusive yeah. thing to do in golf, to win all four majors. And I would say John right now, it's, you know, fair to say the best golfer on tour mm-hmm. um but still has a little bit of work to do in those major championships i'm sure he'll want that green jacket coming up in about six weeks right yeah i think you will <laughs> uh, i was looking uh, over at the Westgate to see what kind of odds yeah. that they had because jeff sherman one of the sharpest golf yes. minds that you have in the space right now golf odds. Golf odds. I, I, yeah. I hope so yeah. <laughs> yeah he's really good at what yeah, he does right. with the golf odds so i was looking at the Westgate to see what they had from rom to win the masters and he's like around eight to one or so <sighs> and I'm, I'm like man like is there it's an respect. argument that he could be shorter, maybe too? Wow, like, because just based on the way he's been playing, yeah. it's like it wouldn't. Like, I wouldn't bat an eye if I saw a seven to one or plus six fifty for him to win the Masters. Yeah, and I think the thing in this stage, now that we've gone past, you know, the the the, the Century Tournament champions, those really early tournaments. Yeah. Now that we're in Riviera, we're going to get Arnold Palmer. We're going to start to really ramp things up in the month of March as we get closer to the Masters. Mm-hmm. You will start to see those Masters odds shorten on a good performance and lengthen on a bad performance as we get closer to, what is it, I think the first week of April, second week of April, the volatility will increase because there's less time before that tournament starts. So if John Rahm continues to play like he's playing today, I agree, Femi. I could see those odds shorten yeah. from 8-1 to one before we get to the end of the rainbow here uh, in April. He feels inevitable right now, and, and yeah. that's kind of one of the reasons why I've been kind of trading carefully with golf because every, every single tournament, he's the favorite, and I don't want to bet Eight to one, nine to one, and to start up a golf tournament, and then you get to the end of the weekend and you see him near the top of the leaderboard, and it's like, well, I feel like I have no chance with this guy right yeah. now. Like he's just he's that good, and uh, we'll see if he can finish it off on the back nine, or maybe Max Homa or Patrick Cantlay can get it done once again. Homa plus six fifty, Cantlay now twenty two to one. So like you said, it's probably going to be a two two yeah. horse race here over at the Genesis Invite. Uh, well, let's transition over to a little bit of NFL discussion here, Jared, because I know it's Sunday after the football season just ended, Super Bowl. Congratulations once again to the Kansas City Chiefs. But we have seen some news in the coaching ranks around the National Football League. So before we get into the news, I just want to kind of ask you the broad question of which coaching staff, which kind of first-year coach or new coach in new place mm. has the best chance to succeed in 2023. We have the five coaches. So Sean yeah. Payton leaves TV, which, I mean, they must be paying him a lot of money in Denver to get you to leave TV because that job is no stress compared to coaching in the National Football League. 30-1 to one to win the Super Bowl, 17-1 to one to win the conference. Jonathan Gannon was just introduced earlier this week by the Arizona Cardinals, 200-1 to one to win the Super Bowl, 100-1 to, one to win the conference. Shane Steichen in Indianapolis, 150-1 to one to win the Super Bowl, 80-1 to one on the conference. Then Frank Reich in Carolina, 55 on the Super Bowl, 22 for the conference. And then D'Amico Ryan's at Houston, 200 for the Super Bowl, 100 for the conference. But which coach do you think has the best chance to succeed in year one? I would say the coach that has the least chance to succeed is Jonathan Gannon. <laughs> Because, sorry, sorry, Gannon. Sorry, sorry, John. I mean, yeah. after what I just saw with the Eagles defense in the Super Bowl, and then, of course, you take Kyler Murray. From what I'm hearing, November maybe yeah. is kind of best-case scenario. And when you get a guy like Kyler, obviously health, legs, mobility is such a big part of it. You don't know what his situation is going to be. So the quarterback – so Jonathan Gannon goes into a situation where the defense was already eh, and he's obviously going to be asked to improve that. But then the quarterback situation in Arizona, very poor – I really think the Colts with Shane Steichen, I I think Indy is a prime candidate 
to get now that you have an offensive minded head coach mm-hmm. and you have the cap space, you have an aggressive owner like Jim Irsay. I do think Indy playing in the division like they do Titans down Jaguars still good, but not quite there. And then of course the Texans we will get to them in a minute. I, I do think Indy is a prime landing spot for one of these veteran free agent or maybe trade quarterback situations to kind of transpire for the Colts to improve. I like the defense. I like the offensive line. D'Amico Ryan's listen. He was the first choice for Denver. Yeah. So I, it's really hard, and I know the roster with the Texans can kind of be tough. Huge quarterback questions there as well. But it's really hard to 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 turn a blind eye to D'Amico Ryans and his candidacy and just how sought after he was by the Broncos. So I am fascinated to see the culture. I think that's going to be the big thing about the Texans. They need that culture shift. And I, I'll be honest, if they can find a way to get a quarterback in there to play, I think they've got a lot of mojo in their direction because of who mm-hmm. Nico Ryans is and kind of the vibe he'll bring to that locker room. And that's the interesting part about Houston is that if one of these guys, whether it's Bryce Young or CJ, if, yeah. if they're really good, yeah. maybe Houston can kind of take a little bit of a jump because we yeah. saw just last year, Jacksonville picking number one overall, they end up winning the division just a year later. So that in the NFC or AFC South, I should say, there's that Wide opportunity. Open. There's also that opportunity in the NFC South as well because yeah. all four of those teams are unsettled at quarterback. Atlanta, Carolina, New Orleans, Tampa, they're all kind of looking around. Now, maybe Atlanta, maybe they'll talk themselves into Ritter. I don't think they should. Mm. Uh, <laughs> crazier things have happened. But I think if the right opportunity presented itself, maybe they would look for a quarterback, Lamar Jackson perhaps, if he's available. Um, but all four of those teams are kind of unsettled at the most important position. If Frank Reich, who we know has a track record of bringing in veteran quarterbacks, he did it damn near every single season. Yeah. He was in Indianapolis once Andrew Luck retired. If he's able to bring in someone like a Derek Carr or Jimmy Garoppolo or something like that, that's a pretty good defense that they already have there. The coaching staff has been pretty good that they put together. What's stopping the Panthers from maybe winning that division and getting into the playoffs? I, I think if you ask, in terms of upside, the number doesn't in, entice me at all. And I, I think yeah. that's that's the reason that as much as I'd love to, because I agree with you, I think the NFC, we had discussion yesterday, the NFC, the quarterback market, or I guess the quarterback hierarchy in the NFC, mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts, and then what? Like, Kyler Murray's going to be out most of the year. Aaron Rodgers probably going to be in, an, in in another place. We don't know. Might be in the NFC. Might be in the AFC. And then you've got Kirk Cousins. You've got mm-hmm. where's Jimmy Garoppolo going to land? You know, obviously the 49ers very unsettled. I like that team as well. But the NFC South, you are right. There's opportunity there. I would be more interested in the Panthers to win the division yeah. than to make it to the Super Bowl or make one of those bets because I just don't think at 55-1 to 1 with a new head coach and new starting quarterback, the upside to that number I don't think is as strong. Yeah, I think the Panthers to win the Super Bowl, that would be surprising. I mean, crazy stuff happens <laughs> yeah. in the NFL every single year, but yeah. I think that's a little step, uh, a bridge too far yeah. for Carolina there. But uh, the NFC, definitely, I think if you're attacking the futures markets, that's the conference to kind of look for some of those long shots because outside of Philadelphia and Jalen Hurts, nobody is really incredibly established. And the Niners no. have a good roster, but who knows who's going to be the starting quarterback for them week one. That's still uncertain. We'll talk some more about this on the other side because I want to talk some Indianapolis Colts. Yeah. When we return here on Live Bet Sunday. Sunday on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. If you're looking for a betting edge on the NHL, NBA, or college basketball, the VEASAN experts have you covered. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of only $9.99. VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits, deep dive betting reports, VEASAN betting guides for the biggest games of the season, where our experts break down brackets, best bets, and daily props. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Visit vsin.com slash subscribe today to sign up for only $9.99. That's vsin.com slash subscribe. Welcome back. This is Live Bet Sunday. He's Jared Smith. I'm Femi Abebefe. We're hanging out at the South Point Hotel and Casino here in Las Vegas. Uh, still to come an hour from right now, Jimmy Vaccaro, Hall of Fame odds maker here at the South Point, will join us to talk about Very excited what, about that. what folks have been betting on. I've I never know, interviewed I've, Jimmy before. It's I, a big I, thrill for me, actually. I've interviewed him, I believe, twice. It, always an entertaining guy. I, uh, has I grew up. Loaded with knowledge. Yeah, g- grew up following him and just, I mean, he's, I would say, as close to a legend as we get in these parts, right? 100% is there. So you get to cross off that on, on the bucket I, list. It's already, you got the check mark, the emoji <laughs> check marks getting ready to be tweeted out. Bag emoji? <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag secured. Um, <laughs> but right now, over at the Genesis Invite, Max Homa had just birdied. So now it is a two-shot lead for John Rahm Tighten as they head toward. a little bit. 
heading toward the back nine. You know, they say that uh, tournaments don't begin until the back nine on a Sunday. There you go. We'll see what happens between Rom and Homa. Homa 15 under now. Cantlay is at 13 under. But I think we got a two-horse race here. Homa now plus 350 to win the Genesis invite. Rom is down from minus 700 to now minus 400. But let's continue, Jared, this conversation about the NFL yep. and these teams that have hired coaches over this coaching cycle and the Indianapolis Colts I think is one that is interesting is Shane Steichen is the the head coach of the Colts it's not Jeff Saturday or whoever everybody else thought it was going to be and their odds to win the Super Bowl 150 to 1 and to win the conference it's at 80 to 1 but I think that Indianapolis is at that point and this hire of Steichen kind of reinforces that belief for me is that they want a young quarterback yeah I think Jim Irsay is over the kind of veteran guy to come in and be a bridge starter for about a year or two or so they did it with with uh philip rivers and carson wentz and last year with matt ryan it was a complete disaster before the season kind of went off the rails there this team picking fourth overall i think is the biggest contender and the front runner to maybe trade up to number one with the chicago bears i would be pretty surprised if they're not starting a rookie quarterback at some point next season, maybe it's not week one. Maybe they have a guy that comes in and kind of takes the reins week one through three. Then they put the rookie in later on. But I think we're going to see either it's young Stroud, Levis, Richardson, whoever they want to take, uh, be the starter for the Colts next season. I agree hundred percent. And I, I think when you look at this Colts team, I'm pretty, I, I might be wrong on the, the number of times, but I think it's six consecutive years with a different starting quarterback week one. It's crazy. It, it might be seven. Yeah, I know it's, it's like in it that more, range. Yeah. They had the one year with luck, and then he was hurt, and then he came back. I mean, it's been multiple years in a row now. It's either five or six, I think, where they've had a new starting quarterback week one. I mean, it's a laundry list, and the list is not, uh, you know, all-star, celebrity-type, Hall oh. of Fame talent. It, it's, it's Again, I, I think that's why security is important. So now you have the young head coach, who's an offensive-minded head coach. And by the way, if I was starting a team today and you had a choice, is your head coach going to be offensive or defensive mind, offensive minded head coach? Mm -hmm. I, to me, that that is the way that you build a team, because I think all of the decision making and a lot of the way that the game is structured today is around the offenses. So at the top of my hierarchy, I want an offensive minded head coach. Well, the Colts have that now. Their defense has been good. They've got dudes at all levels that I think can contribute. I think now you just need to go find the quarterback because it's been a it's been a long time of this Colts team being in the mix, having an opportunity. Matt Ryan, Phillip Rivers, all of these veterans to try to complete the puzzle. Yeah. Maybe now it's finally time to burn the forest down, get that young quarterback in there, and give him three, four, five seasons to build and grow because this Colts team, it's been start, stop, start, stop for the last basically five years with a new QB under center. And you've also got the recipe for a little bit of gunslinger mentality because the owner's willing to take some chances as well. Clearly hiring Jeff Saturday to be the interim head coach. <laughs> Jim Hersey is not afraid to take a risk. So I think you've got all of these variables now coming into play. Offensive-minded head coach, ownership group that clearly is willing to spend. And you've got a pretty decent roster. So I agree. I think if they do get a young quarterback, there's room for growth there with the Colts. Jim Mercer already kind of let the cat out of the bag at the yeah. opening press conference. Hey, the Alabama guy's pretty good. Referencing he Bryce is pretty Young. good, by the way. He, he is if I was good. starting a team today and I had one pick in this draft, that's who I would take. If, if I needed a quarterback. Yeah, no, he's he's terrific. The only concern with him is just like the frame and his size, which is going to be the concern. It's like, can he hold up? in the course of a 17-game season and also into the playoffs where you're hoping to play if you draft a guy number one yeah. overall. So that's the only concern. But in terms of the actual football skills and all that, I don't think there's any concern Intangibles with Intangibles as yeah. well. I agree. No, the physical makeup. I, I did see a tweet from Mina Kimes recently. She's starting to do some deep diving on, on the draft. She said that, you know, Bryce performed better than expected, throws over the middle, looking over what, obviously, with Alabama, big, tall big, offensive yeah. line. So that height and that mobility, you know, you don't want him to be exposed. But yeah. when he does have to throw over the middle, which can be tough sometimes for those shorter, you know, scrawnier quarterbacks. I don't want to put anything against Bryce, but comparatively yeah, I mean, speaking he's... to who he's going up against, I, I do think there's obviously an issue with with that. But, man, if he can throw over the middle, that's really the only question mark that a lot of these execs mm -hmm. have with the shorter, smaller frame quarterbacks. But 
man, everything else just checks every box for me with yeah. that guy. He's a physical outlier just based yeah. on his size. And out of the combines in about nine days or so, I'm sure he's packing on the PB&J sandwiches before he goes yeah. to sleep. Peanut butter and Nutella, probably. Yeah. <laughs> hey, stay away from the jelly. Get a, get a little extra sugar in there, we, Bryce. We, 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 Bryce. Bryce is going to come into the combine like 205 or something like that and not do any of the running because he will be loaded up on God knows what. I just had a peanut butter and Nutella sandwich before I came here, man. They are fantastic. Replace. I'm telling you, now that I've evolved from my teenage years, uh-huh. I've gone from PB and J to now PB and Nutella. It's okay. a new. It's a little bit, a little different, a little, a little spicy. I was gonna say, is it's, it's like because the PB really and jelly, the, the PB and J kind of does like it, it, it's like meat, spaghetti and meatballs. It kind of counterbalances each other there. But the PB and Nutella, you think it adds an extra kick? I just love chocolate, man. I don't know. Uh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's, it's, it's like a it's like a Reese's a between kid uh, at heart, man. I don't know what it is. It's really all I got for you guys today. <laughs> a Reese's cup but with a sandwich, apparently. Love it. Uh, to put the bow though on the Colts starting uh, quarterbacks in Week One that you brought up there since 2017, it's been. Scott Tolzien, Andrew Luck, Jacoby Brissett, Philip Rivers, Carson Wentz, and then Matt Ryan. Six straight years. Six straight years of a new starting quarterback. I, I'll be honest. If I'm a if I'm a team franchise, you know, owner, that's the one position I want stability in. Mm-hmm. That's the one position where six straight years because it's the battery, right? It's like pitcher catcher in, in baseball. In the NFL, it's head coach and quarterback. And the Colts are just shuffling these guys in every year. Yeah. You need consistency at your battery positions, head coach, quarterback. And I, I think Indy might be moving in a direction where they get a young guy and then they keep that young guy for multiple seasons in a row. Also in the head coaching news that we saw from this weekend and a little bit earlier uh, this week, the Denver Broncos, who have Sean Payton as their head coach, Super Bowl winning coach with the New Orleans Saints, he has interviewed Rex Ryan. <laughs> Off of the set of Get Up to be his defensive I coordinator. I can't believe he, they're actually going to go there. He also interviewed Vance Joseph, who was defensive coordinator for the that Arizona Cardinals. Like. That one that makes yeah. a lot of sense. But w- what do you make of this as both Rex Ryan, <sighs> who hasn't coached in the NFL since 2016, and then Vance Joseph interviewing for that Denver D.C. job? Well, the... The thing about the Denver defense is <laughs> they got a lot of talent. on It was really good last year. So I, I don't think it's going to take a gifted defensive mind to put guys in the right place. I think it's about consistency. You get a scheme that's, you know, easy to learn. But the thing with Rex Ryan that concerns me is just the, the distraction factor that comes with mm. bringing him. Now, if there's one guy that can maybe corral him, it would be Sean Payton. I don't know what their relationship is. I didn't know if they had one prior. I'm assuming they've crossed paths in the media world at some point. But as a Jets fan, speaking from my heart, the Jets had some pretty decent years under Rex Ryan, and he is a leader of men. And you have Sean Payton, offensive-minded head coach. Just like I said, that's how you start your train. That's how the hierarchy should begin, offensive-minded head coach. And then you get a guy on the defensive end that can kind of be the head coach of the defense. And I would say Rex Ryan can do that. X's and O's, detached from reality, all the other intangibles – I would say Vance Joseph would be my choice there. Yeah. But I think Rex probably brings an element of of spice to that team he that does. maybe they need to change up what was a very bland season for the Broncos, especially on the offensive end. But I almost wonder because Sean Payton is such a big name yeah. and has a personality. Do you need more? It's, good, it's a good point. <laughs> with Rex Ryan. It would almost water down Rex a little bit. Exactly. Yeah. So it's a, it's an interesting point with Rex Ryan. I mean, hasn't coached in the NFL since 2016. He's been working at ESPN since It's a long time to be away from the league. A very long time. I mean, the league changes within a year or two, and he's been gone for uh, about six years now doing TV. So I, maybe he wants to do that. He said he'd come back for the perfect job. Maybe he thinks that this is the perfect job. We'll see if Sean Payton agrees and goes ahead and hires him. Real quick before we go to break, though, uh, our producer Brian Ortega just let me know that John Rahm, the current leader at the Genesis Invite, is behind a tree right now. Has a two-shot lead. His ball is behind the tree. He has now gone down to minus 275 to win the Genesis Invite. Max Homa now plus 240. You feeling good about a uh, Homa? I mean, did we give it out at six to one officially about like <laughs> ten minutes ago? Yeah. I think we can basically claim that. Yeah. Our so lean- hopefully you're holding the six to one ticket. The leans that win are locks. Yeah. That, 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 that's how it Those goes. Those are three unit plays, right? <laughs> yeah. They turn out at the end of the rainbow there. Yeah, anything that loses was just a lean. <laughs> it's a lean. <laughs> that's how we do it. Uh, this is live bet Sunday. On the other side. Football season is done, or is it done? XFL underway with St. Louis and San Antonio. We'll discuss it next.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is Live Bet Sunday on v the Sports Betting Network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like bonus bets and bet insurance tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas? You can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is sports betting's premier loyalty program featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager on the BetMGM app. So sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. See BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Did you get all that? I got it. We're good. <laughs> Welcome back. This is Live Bet Sunday coming to you from the South Point Hotel and Casino. Femi Abebefe alongside Jared Smith here hanging out on the Sunday after the Super Bowl. Wow. And a, a it was little, like a year ago, right? It does feel like a year ago. <laughs> I mean, it, th- this time last week, I was sitting here with Wes Reynolds during the game, and we were sweating it out and oh, everything. Man. And, and now here we are. Everything else that's going on in the world of sports. Nothing but matters the NFL. anymore, right? <laughs> yeah, nothing matters until next September. <laughs> Kidding. There's still a lot of stuff that we can bet on and make money on, so we're going to discuss it. Uh, but right now with the Genesis invite, I think that's where the most interesting oh, yeah. development happens to be. John Rom right now is down to a minus 155 favorite. Mm. Max Homa's 2-1. to one. Patrick Cantlay, who just birdied, is now 9-1. to one. So we were talking about this being a two-horse race. Maybe there's another horse that's entering the conversation with Cantlay. Yeah, and I, I think Cantlay, you know, he's he's got that, he's got that giddy up in him. I, mm. I think he's certainly capable of erasing this lead. But I'm curious to see because Rom on 10 is in a sticky wicket, uh, yep. you know, in the tree, behind the tree, and then had to kind of chip it out, and the ball rolled off the green there. So if we do get even a par 
uh, bogey swing here uh, on the 10th hole. And Homa goes from one, from two shots back to one shot back, then Cantlay two. Then you'll have Cantlay, Homa, Rom with two shots separating those three guys with eight holes to play. Cantlay now, of course, being on the 11th hole. So I, I think we get, I, I wouldn't bet Cantley right now. I, I think Holm is still the guy that I, I would lean on in this spot. Mm-hmm. And we'll see what happens with Rom here on the 10th hole. As I think Max Homa, oh, no, that's that's Keith Mitchell. I was going to say, if that was Homa's shot on 10, <laughs> then, then then we're going to start to get really interesting. But it does look like a par situation for Homa on 10, and Rom's going to have to struggle getting up and down for par. And if that is the case, and he drops another shot here, one yeah. one shot separating those two guys with still eight to play. That I'll be honest, this is going to be interesting. It's going to be really entertaining, and I love it the fact that we have like big name guys at the top yeah. of the leaderboard because sometimes we're the best golfers are, on the planet. Exactly, yeah. Home has been on fire. Rom has been like undestructible on the golf yeah. course so far this season, and then of course Cantlay is one of the better golfers in the world as well. Usually with these events, it's kind of like, all right, you get one horse, and then there's a couple guys. Random guys. Yeah, it's like, oh, how the hell did you end up here? (laughs) But, you know, they ended up there. But um, I'm glad that we got the horses, though, because this is going to be really fun, I think, for the back night. So buckle up, folks, and settle in for the Genesis invite. Uh, We talked about how the NFL season is over and football's done, but the XFL has now kicked off. And yesterday, the XFL kicked off 3.0. The Rock was out there, I believe, in Arlington for the Vegas and Arlington game. Uh, Unfortunately, our hometown Vegas Vipers did not get the mm. victory. That's the unfortunate part. I got to go to one of those games at some point. I know. Where, are they uh, think, is it Sam Boyd or yeah. where are they at? Cat. There you go. Oh, Cashman Field. Okay. Yep, Cashman there we Field. go. Uh, yeah, maybe I'll get out to one of those. Although it's kind of chilly these days in Vegas. That's true. Tonight was actually, I was a little sweaty in my in my sweater walking in. It was, uh, it's, I think it's, I've gotten it's soft. spring wet. You probably have. <laughs> I've gotten soft. You're my Pacific Northwest guy. <laughs> you should be used to 100 straight days of rain. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've, I've gotten soft with just now being down here since, well, since July of 2021. Now, yeah, it's now. all you know, doilies in the bathroom <laughs> with lighting candles and stuff. Forget it. It's I over. mean, I, I'm going to admit, I had the heater on for a little bit yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm going to admit that. I did have it on. I had nope. the sliding glass door open. What does that say? about me i'm basically like a winter hibernating bear at this stage but uh no the the, the weather is uh, it's not as bad i'm sure there's people yeah. around the country that are just yelling at me right now Probably uh, true. as john rom has now gone into the bunker. wow so now he has to try to go up and down double bogey. bogey is in play here now and i'll be honest home has got a tap in for birdie max homa might have the lead after this hole wow so he might have the lead after this hole so the odds are now off the board yeah. because of this development. Well, and that is not an easy bunker shot. He's short-sided there uh, on that back left bunker, or the back right bunker, excuse me. I'll be honest, double bogey's very much in play here. Now, Rom could very easily get up and down, too, because he's a, he's a stud. Mm-hmm. But on this hole, and this is tough. Brian called it. He said the 10th was a bear. This, yeah. is the, this is the hole that kind of trips people up on this course because it's a really short par four, but it's tricky. It's slippery. Very slippery. <laughs> That's a good way to describe yeah. it. A slippery it's par Very four. slippery par four. So, John Rahm, yeah, he's been the leader. He led by as many as three strokes yeah. today. Coming and into play, come- three up, and then it got cut to one until Rom went birdie-birdie and Homa bogeyed the eighth. But here, nine birdie for Homa, and now Rom trying to get up from the bunker on ten. I mean, I'll be honest. This is one of the biggest shots of the tournament right here. Oh, that's a hell of a yeah, shot. Yeah, it man. is a good shot. I, I would say bogey here for Rom. Yep. Gets them now back to 16, but then home is in birdie position. So I, I think we're going to see a tie atop the leaderboard after this hole. And now here's Cantley's <laughs> tee shot on 11, and that is no bueno. Yeah, that's not great. <laughs> that's not. Great. I'll be honest. Homa might be the favorite after this hole. He probably he is, is minus one six. Oh no, that's betting that's, without John. Yeah, Rump. that's the without yeah. the Rump. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm curious to see what they put this back up when they get. They the might. Full they tournament. might. Yeah, they're gonna wait till after. This yeah, hole. they, they, they want to see what. I'll Homa be honest does. too. Willie Z here on on, on I mean, twelve. I mean, he's twelve under. The lead will probably be sixteen after this hole. So. You do the math. Jeez, you know, he birdies this, got an opportunity to get to 13. That's right in Willie Z range right there. I'll tell you what. We thought it was – we were wrong. This is not going to be a two-horse race. John, Johnny Rom is clearly giving it back here. He, he said, hey, guys, come and join me. <laughs> Let's run this together. It's be a heck of a finish, though. Let's make this a real Very entertaining finish This is going to be good. This yeah. is going to be – so the odds just got put back up on BetMGM. Rom is minus 120. Homa's plus 150. Cantley now 7-1. to one. I mean, we did give out Max Home a plus 600 about 10, 15 minutes ago. So hopefully someone's out there with a ticket in your pocket. 
<laughs> but put that as my lock. No, <laughs> <laughs> we, 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 we don't. Want, we're gonna knock on wood. We don't want to jinx Max no. Alma here, because uh, I'm, I'm rooting for your ticket. I don't yeah, have any. I don't not? have any skin in the game here for the Genesis. I'm rooting for uh, for Homa to go ahead and pull this. This thing is his out. tournament too. He's he's said on multiple occasions besides the four majors, mm -hmm. this is like his fifth major, because he's a hometown kid, L.A. Like it's it's his vibe here, and and you know, and he's won four California tournaments before. He plays really well as he birdies. Yeah. 10, so now he's 16 under, and Rom at best, will be 16, 16 under heading to the 11th hole. So we have eight holes to play, and we're going to have a co-leader situation. It's awesome. At best, unless Rom messes up this, this putt right here for, for bogey. But this is really, really good. Because, yeah, Zal Torres and Mitchell are now just And Willie back. Z's got a birdie shot yeah. to get to 13. You got Cantley in the bunker on 11. And Willie Z has been on fire today. I mean, he's six he could under. get hot birdie birdie down the stretch, get to 15. I, I would say right now, 16, 17 is probably what you're looking at for the final, you know, the final score here. I, I don't know what the, the, what the, what the vibe is down the stretch for these guys, but par golf might get it done for one of them. Yeah. I mean, cause I almost wonder that the fact that there's so many big name guys who are capable yeah. of beating one of these golfers, does that put added pressure on these guys, because I feel yeah. like sometimes when if let's John Rahm's behind you, yeah, yeah if John yeah. Rahm is behind or, you, or, or Willie, or, or even Willie yeah. Z, or Patrick Cantlay, yeah. like like, like the, if these guys are behind you, like, you know that if you mess up, these guys are going to take advantage and kind of shorten that huge gap there. putt here for John. This is massive, yeah, about like what just a, for confidence, three and a half, sake. four foot putt here for Rom. I he, this the odds will absolutely flip if he misses this putt. So Rom for bogey. Oh, and he sinks it, but it buttery. was it, yeah. It, and that's that's a clutch putt. That was a clutch putt. Clutch bogey, as we should say. It's, it's like a U.S. I made Open. a lot of those over the years, right? <laughs> <laughs> clutch bogey. Clutch bogey. Take us to the U.S. Open here. Uh, but speaking of it, because you mentioned Homa said that this is his fifth fifth major. He's a he's a SoCal guy. Yeah, you know he loves California. U.S. Open is at the L.A. Country Club. I think he's going to be on every single betting card. Hundred percent. And Open. and I'll be honest, we we talked about the odds being up for the majors at this stage. Mm -hmm. You win a tournament like this, a guy like Max Homa, which don't get me wrong, he's a very talented golfer, but on the on the realm of some of those other top golfers, I still think he's in that second tier. Yep. But he wins a tournament like this, you see the compression with those odds for the major tournaments, and I totally love... When it comes... There's not a lot separating these golfers. You have to find these little mental edges that these guys you mm -hmm. know, put forth, and they give you them... We, I read a, a Golf Digest article all about Max Homa and all the stuff going on with L.A. and why he always likes to play well there. And it's not exactly a rocket science angle. He's from there. He's got yeah. family, friends. He's probably played the course a million times. He's comfortable. And a lot of this stuff is comfortability with the preamble to the tournament and, of course, what goes on between the ropes. I mean, it is high stakes golf when you mm -hmm. get to this level <laughs> no yeah th th this is definitely and i think this could be a situation where the crowd is also rooting for max home 100 like i guess like, and rom, you feed off that energy yeah you feed off of that and and for rom who yeah, he's played the role of the bad guy in the past but that now for him as oh now these guys are all against me how does this kind of factor into what he's doing as homa looks like he's comfortable right now and uh he's in the fairway or at least on the edge of it just into the second cut so it's getting good at the genesis invite over there at the rib that does it for hour number one hour number two we'll talk some more golf and we will get to the xfl here on visa the sports betting network at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. 
I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.